on this week's podcast. We are back already. It is a short little week because we promised we'd be back a little bit sooner after not delivering the last podcast on time. Feels like a bonus episode, but it's not really. It is the exact amount that you would normally have from us. We just lowered your expectations of us by being lazy last week. So now we're here, and Drew is going to tell me a story about a relegation scrap that apparently includes a good boy. Yes, there is a good boy in there, and he is so good. We are pro good boys on this podcast. Buckle up. This is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with the healthiest dose of stupidity you ever done seen. It's a good amount. Doctor recommended. Yeah. For some. For some. But Only, not for all. Not definitely not for all. It we, should be said that we're Buffalo Bills fans, so probably not recommended for most. I don't know, man. Bills are playing Patriots in it right now. It's pretty close. We are recording this podcast when the Buffalo Bills are actually in a very close game with the New England Patriots. Which is definitely a mistake on our part because we're much very so. distracted, yeah. but we want to get you guys this episode. Because, because we were so late in the last episode. We were so late, and so we just wanted to make sure that everything was all set for this one. Absolutely. So here we are. So here we are uh, with two podcast episodes in... A space tighter than New York City FC's playing field. Oh, good one. Oh, that that's a little one. that's a little American soccer <laughs> joke for you. For those of you in the know, the stadium's real small. Should you uh, introduce yourself? I should. You know you know what? That's a great idea. I'm everyone's least favorite athletic writer, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real life brother. If you don't know me by now, um, that's okay because <laughs> I don't really matter that much in the grand scheme of things. But I am Drew Snavely, and you want to know what else doesn't matter? Manchester United. <laughs> that was like the worst hip-hop intro that I've ever heard. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Hoping for a result against Arsenal at Old Trafford. That'd be nice. If it makes you feel any better, I think that Arsenal is worse than Manchester United. <sighs> Man, well... I know that they are worse defensively. At least they have a good coach. Mm. I They have a coach that has proven to be good. Mm. He was good with Sevilla. Okay. <laughs> All right. He hasn't proven I'm, to be he, good. He, he hasn't he, proven himself with Arsenal yet, but... You Solskjaer, saw the Arsenal-Watford game. Or did you see the, the highlights of the Arsenal-Watford game from a couple weeks ago? Brutal, man. I honestly can't remember. They all blend together. Watford still hasn't won a game in the season, first of all. Oh, yeah, it was 2-2, right? It was 2-2. Yeah, yeah, I remember because that. Because Arsenal just kept... They came out They came out quick, 2-0, and then Watford scored two. Which Tottenham is really, really trying to replicate now. Oh, man. I feel like Arsenal and Tottenham are just doomed to be like each other for the rest of eternity. That would be something. That really would be something. But we're not here to talk about but that. But we're not here to talk about that. Drew, you have a story for me. I and have a story. You gave me promises of good boys, or at least one of them. There is at least one good boy in this story. And also there's a relegation scrap, as you said in the introduction. I did also say um, that. You let me in on that bit. I was just thinking relegation scrap because that's what Manchester United's in this whole season. <laughs> so I don't know if it's that bad. Here we are. Uh, I don't know. Drew, I don't know if you know this, but getting 10th place is not getting relegated. It feels like it. <laughs> okay. No, okay. All right. 10th place is... Oh. As, a, as a fan of it a good team, up. I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> 
Uh, well, here we are, and I have this story. I'd much rather tell this story than think about Manchester United well, at then, the moment. Well, then, by all means, old chap, all right, tell I'll, us a story. I will tell you a story. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. All right. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. The year is 1987. Oh. And we find ourselves at English Football League. The English Football League, yes. EFL. Yep. I'm going to be saying that mm-hmm. a lot. 100%. League Two's final day of matches. which is League Two? League Two. Okay. Which is the fourth tier of right. English Football League. Is the of Premier, the English The Premier League isn't around yet, correct? The Premier League... Um, not in its current state is yes. not around. Yes, right. that is correct. Um, I said it's May 9th. This one match on this day would soon go down in history as one of the weirdest finishes to a fixture and season to ever grace the beautiful game. We got a double whammy. We got a double whammy because like it's the last season. I mean, it's the last game of the season. Right. And it has repercussions for not just this season, but also Seasons in the future. Yes. Because it's a relegation scrap. Indeed, yeah. If anybody was... <laughs> if anybody was, was uh, confused as to where that was going. Yes. You really laid it out for I you. really laid it out there for you guys. This story is going to revolve around the small city of Torquay. Torquay? Oh, yeah. Not I'm, Torquay. Torquay. Is, is, that how you, is that how you pronounce it? Torquay, Torquay. I have... It's, it's tough with an English accent to understand, like... Talky. What are they saying? <laughs> um, but I thought this place spawned the language. I found out nobody speaks it. <laughs> oh, uh, classic American cinema for you. Oh, uh, gosh. Well, um, like I said, it's going to revolve around the small city of Torque. Yes. Torque. Man, I'm going to make that mistake all episode long. If it makes you feel any better, I doubt that anybody else knows how to pronounce it either. And their local team, Torque United FC. I'm pretty sure it's Torque. Can we just refer to him as United? United, yeah. Yeah, United. The, the United. The United. Yeah. This is the one that matters. This is the one that matters, exactly. Tucked away on the southern coast of England, about 30 miles to the east of Plymouth. Ooh. So it's it's nice. Yeah, it is a, it's a nice little spot. Torque is known for its beaches and beautiful coastal scenery. Nice. Uh, it is known as the English Riviera, part of what is known as the English Riviera. Right. Um, some say it rivals the French Riviera, which I'm, I, I would it, assume that some would be stupid. But... It came from English people. But <laughs> yeah. Like that that thought, that, that, thought, that comparison. Yeah. yeah, nobody else thinks that, that it rivals the French Riviera. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Torque is the birthplace of crime novelist Agatha Christie. Oh, so that's a little fun fact for you. That's uh, that's right down my wheelhouse. Right down your wheelhouse. One of the classic mystery writers. Yes, Torque United FC, on the other hand, is known for being EFL bottom dwellers and relegation scrappers. Classic. Which is exactly where we find them in 1987, the right. 1986-1987 season. Absolutely. So, this season was actually the first season to have automatic relegation from the EFL if you finish last place in the fourth tier. So up until this point, um, if you were the bottom four, if you were part of the bottom four in League Two, which is the fourth tier, like I said, at the end of the season you would have to apply for re-election to get back into Into the the EFL. EFL. Right. Um, And they were joined with the winner of... 
the Alliance Premier League, which was the fifth tier at the time of English soccer. Okay. Uh, but most of the time, all the teams that finished last in League Two, like the four teams, they pretty much always got back into that the would, English Football League. Right. Um, it was an MLS scenario. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. And so this was the first year that um, if you finish last, you're, you're toast. I mean, you're not like actual toast, but you're out of EFL, which can carry some pretty bad things for yes. a team. Yes, there are that, repercussions. Yeah, yeah. Bad ones, even when you're... <laughs> bad ones, even. Even if you're in the fourth tier of the English Football League. So there's a lot more pressure. Um, yes. Torque is at the bottom. They're not completely at the bottom. They're second from the bottom with a one-point cushion over Burnley. Oh, oh, Burnley. With one game remaining. Ooh. They're also one point behind Lincoln. So if things didn't go completely right for them with, like, Burnley, mm-hmm. there was still a way for them to – there are multiple ways there for them. There are multiple them, paths to safety. To safety, exactly. Got it. So it, it, was, it was tied down at the bottom. I can't remember the point totals. I want to say it was like 56, 57, 58. But all that really matters is that they were separated by one point. That's all you really need to know. That's fair. Yeah. So, Torque United found itself playing Crew Alexandra um, for the last spot. Crew Alexandra, very safe. I don't know where they finished, but um, from what I could tell, they were a good side to face. Yeah. And it wasn't the greatest uh, game match for for Torque to... Shocking. League 2, it wasn't the greatest match. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting world class. Yes, exactly. So they kick off and things happen uh, to get pretty bad. Okay. Pretty bad pretty quick. Pretty bad pretty quick. Because Crew Alexandra scores a goal. So already that's bad. Down in the hole, one nil. Not good for first a, half early the fight on. And torques. And then they score again. So real nah, bad. You're at a two nil deficit. Yeah, truly, truly unfortunate. Yes. So everybody on the grounds soon learns that Burnley is winning their match, uh, yep. which isn't good because those are the people that they yes. want to lose. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> And if the results stood, um, they would be relegated from the English Football League. Yes. Torque, not Burnley. Torque. Torque. Because this is all about Torque. It would, it's literally the worst scenario currently. It is literally the worst scenario. Literally. Like, things could, things could not be worse. Well, I mean, they could be worse. They could be down 3 nothing. I Yeah, you're right. They could be getting absolutely demolished. Um but instead, they just have the most dangerous lead in football. The, <laughs> I feel like that's every uh, American soccer coach's favorite thing to say. Hey, 2-0 is the most dangerous lead. 2-0 is the most dangerous lead to have. You get comfortable, then you let them score, and they're right back in at 2-1. But it's like, coach, we're still winning, though. <laughs> well, what if they score another goal? Then it's tied. <laughs> we don't even lose yet. I don't know about well, you. They score one more goal. Going into halftime, I'd much rather have a 2-0 lead over a 1-0 lead. A 1-0 lead. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So would every coach. So would every coach, <laughs> and I think it's just a, yeah. a thing that people say. It's a myth. Like the Loch Ness Monster. 
North Dakota. Yeah, exactly. Except that's not a myth. That's actually true. Don't worry about me. I'm just quoting Jimmy Neutron over here. <laughs> um, so the fans are obviously assuming the worst. Torque has never been uh, a good yeah a good side, and they're like the Buffalo Bills. It's been yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, hey, well, Buffalo, at one point at we one were good. Point we at were one good. point we were yeah. good. Yeah, like before we were alive. And I'm I pretty sure at one point. I'm pretty sure at one point Torque was good. Okay, but for a very long time up to this point, they have been terrible and this season was no exception hence them being at second from the bottom torque united buffalo bills torque united buffalo bills <laughs> the chain of events over the next half lead to one of the most remarkable finishes in efl history mainly because of a very good boy so ready i am too we'll be right back <laughs> What's up, you cool, popular, and extremely attractive listeners? Very, very attractive. Listen to the sultry sounds of our voice as we thank you for listening to our podcast and also take care of a couple of housekeeping issues. And by issues, we mostly mean just shouting out some people in our FPL league and reading reviews, like this one from Mini Rats, entitled Zesty. (laughs) I hated that so much. Zesty. Stop. Please stop. Are you Batman? I'm Batman. <laughs> Zesty. Uh, Mini Rat says, I don't really care about soccer, but I care about Olivia, so now I guess I do care about soccer. But also, I genuinely really enjoyed listening to this. Came for the history, stayed for the chaos. XX. Thank you, Mini Rats, and also thank you once again to Olivia, a.k.a. the Deadball Sister. Thank you, Mini Rats, so much for that review. I actually, uh, I actually asked Olivia, I was like, did you like put your friends up to reviewing our podcast and she's like no uh i didn't know that happened i just showed it to a couple of friends who like history podcasts and they didn't care about soccer but she said she really liked it and apparently it was one of those days where i was talking about like zesting stupidity uh, and she really enjoyed that yeah. bit okay um so uh thanks yeah it's super cool uh we were hoping that this podcast would not only reach fans of soccer but also just fans of history in general yeah so that you don't necessarily have to to love the game like uh what is it mini rats said like mini rats yeah like mini rats said she doesn't care she doesn't care about soccer at all i uh, should say she I, likes I, the I, I think it's a she i don't actually know if it's a she or not yeah we should not assume i don't that. assume that is that is bad um but yeah no i i and and like kind of like that love i feel like particularly in American sports, like you have such a rich history for so many different sports and kind of like this like folklore that surrounds so many things. And not a lot of people, I I think particularly in the States have as much of like a catalog of knowledge of like the folk history of soccer. So that was like one of the hopes for the podcast. Yes. And so that's really cool to see. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much. A little update for WTFPL, uh, the dead ball brothers, Fantasy Premier League League. Uh, Adam is tied for 36th place, actually. Crushing it. With Superfan Charles at 322 uh, 322 points. I'm coming for you, Charles. I dropped out of the top 10 this week, uh, which is sad. Sitting at number 11 uh, with Noah Baker, Dunkin' Donuts, with a strong 433 points. Classic. Team shout-out. 
Uh, from Paul Little, Pickles lives 420. Pickles. Dank. There's a, de- there's a, there's a good boy coming up soon, and so I just wanted to give a shout out to Paul and to our other good boy, our good friend Pickles. Absolutely. Who lives on forever in our memories. As a reminder, if you join up with our WTFPL league, the winner of the league, we are giving away a $25 gift card to Away Days Football, home of the mystery kit, which is coincidentally $25. It's not a coincidence. We did it on purpose. We so, did it on purpose. If you would like to do that and participate in that, uh, please do. You can still join up whenever if you're in any other FPL league. Um, you can just... Hop right in and uh, be a champion if you if you win. But if you don't win, you're not a champion. There's no participation trophies that we're giving out for this. No, zero. We're just giving out shout-outs for good puns for names. and uh, If you're not first, you're last. And exactly one prize for the actual winner. Uh, besides that, we have a couple of ideas popping up for possible merch. Got a couple T-shirt designs I'm working on currently so uh if you're interested in that at all uh and you like the color pink stay tuned um because uh got a couple of those things that are possibly going to be coming down the pipe for you and uh straight down the pipe straight right down the pipe um very excited about that we're super excited about that and uh as always if you'd be so kind to drop us a rating a review it really helps us uh and our we read our reviews in this little section one at a time um, so if you want to get a little shout out on the podcast or something, that's a really easy way to do so. You can just drop us a review uh, wherever you're listening to the podcast and we will read it. Uh, but other than that, I think that we are ready to dive back into the story. And Drew, we have not gotten to the dog yet, but I would like to get to the dog. We'll get to the dog very soon. Welcome back to story time. Drew, I have been promised a good boy, and I want a good boy. Well, you will get a good boy. Um, he's coming soon, but there's some things that happen before the good boy is actually introduced. Coming soon to a podcast to, near me. Coming soon to a podcast near you. I'm ready. A good boy. A good boy. <laughs> so the second half between Torque and crew gets underway, right. and two minutes in... Things are looking very good for Torque because defender Jim McNichol scores, and just like that, the lead is cut in half. The deficit in half. The most dangerous lead in the game. You should have you should have known when when the half ended two nothing that it wasn't going to stay. I mean, I figured, but also that's that's like a that's like a soccer fact that somebody told me way back in the day. Actually, I think it was Matt Hill. Shout out to Matt Hill. Probably was. Or um, Mr. Hoke. Mr. Hoke. <laughs> uh, that like something like seventy five to like eighty percent of goals or something are scored within five minutes of a half beginning or ending, and or within five minutes of another goal being scored. Because one team is really awake and and ready to take the game to the other team, and the other team is not as awake. I, I not bu- as woke. I, <laughs> they sleeping. They sleeping, man. <laughs> I, I believe that that stat was probably true at one point, but I don't know if that is still the case. It feels like it's not, but... <laughs> you know, I'm, who am I to argue with science? Yeah. Somebody threw numbers in front of my face and I said, correct. You're right. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> so as time is passing by, 
Torque is still looking for that goal to equalize so that they can get a point. Right. To stave off relegation. Relegation. That's I, the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're so welcome. And so, like the players, the crowd is also getting very agitated, unsettled. The atmosphere is charged. The atmosphere is extremely charged. As they might say, as Agatha Christie might say. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, Lincoln was actually losing their match. Okay. um, And so a point for Torque would bring them level with Lincoln. And Torque had a better goal differential than Lincoln. And so everybody's like, we just need one. One more goal. Because Lincoln was getting kind of blown out. It was 3-1. So it was looking no like they were going to lose. Yeah, no yeah. Um, And so the fans all knew this. They were listening on their radios. And people listen to radios back in the day, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> people uh, listen to radios today. Yeah, I guess. That was like, that was like the whole, that, that whole Manchester City, Manchester United, last day Aguero goal thing. The whole thing that made it dramatic was that Manchester United was at Sunderland and everybody was listening on radios. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And also, like, our grandpa started a radio station and our dad and uncles Correct. work at the radio station. Shouts so. out to the Family Life Network. <laughs> Shouts out. Adventures in Odyssey to my guy. <laughs> um, so fans in their charged state begin throwing things onto the pitch. Like I said, Buffalo friggin' Bills. Well, Torque is the Buffalo Bills. Well, they weren't throwing any uh, sex toys. Sex toys is what you're looking for. Those were the words. I was uh, looking for something a little less crass. Um, But I strive for accuracy. Yes, uh, Buffalo Bills fans have become notoriously known in the last few years. Tossing rubberized phallic objects. Onto the field. Specifically when Tom Brady is playing them. Yes, which is happening right now. Currently. Actually. Haven't seen a report yet, so good for you, Buffalo Bills fans, <laughs> for making it this far without landing one of those rubbery things onto the It's a hundred times worse when you say it that way. (laughs) It is absolutely way worse when you say it that way. Yeah, that's my bad. (laughs) So, um, yeah, they're throwing whatever they can, it seems like, onto the pitch. Yes. And so this leads to the police officers that are there to surround the pitch Mm -hmm. just to kind of try to keep the peace as much as they can and keep this situation situation from escalating because i mean this is like the life or death of a club potentially yeah Um, yeah it's a big deal big time and as maybe some of you have may guessed may have guessed um at some point a good boy needs to come along you have promised and you have strung us along and it is time i demand and you may you may have wondered how does a, a good boy fit into this story and here is exactly where because most of the policemen that sur- were surrounding the pitch were also with police dogs. Oh, so, boy. Okay. Uh, don't know why they thought it was a good idea to bring uh, several dogs mm-hmm. around a pitch um, where, where there's a ball, where there's a ball just, being played like, with. Around. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, thankfully, there wasn't any, um, like, a dog running onto the field and interrupting play that way okay but uh there was a different way that play was interrupted um and this is how it happened uh 
Torque is still searching for their equalizer right. versus Crew. Um, and the goal scorer, McNichol, ran for a ball that went out of bounds right between a police officer and his police dog. Okay. And so they were both facing the crowd. Yes. Like, keeping an eye on all that. Uh-huh. McNichol's running straight towards them. Yeah. As he is approaching the police officer and the dog, uh, the dog turns oh and sees him running directly uh-huh. at them. Um, and... He, he mistakes him as like somebody who's oh, no. coming to like attack oh, no. the dog or the police officer. This uh, this leads to uh-huh. our, our good boy um, going running up to McNichol and biting him in the upper thigh. Oh, um, no, he was just trying to do his job. He was just trying to do his job. His name's Bryn. He's a, a oh Bryn, Bryn, a great. Great soul, great dog. Um, great soul. Just trying, to, just trying to do his best, trying to do his goodest. And um, he bites McNichol on the upper thigh, leaves a really like, nasty Ooh. gash, huge, really, really big gash. Um, and the uh, so obviously McNichol is down yes. on the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, he's, a, he's earned a, earned a little trip to the ground. Yeah, he's earned a little trip to the ground. Thank you for your service. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, taken uh, down by the Paw Patrol. <laughs> in 1987, only one substitution was allowed oh per 90 my minutes. Gosh. Okay. And so we're we're in like minute 85 around there. Good lord. And so Torque has already used yeah their uh-huh. their last sub. Um, for those of you who don't know the. The football league, the English football league, and uh, Pretty F- much everywhere. FIFA yeah. uh, has expanded their substitution rules to three players, three subs, three subs over the course of ninety minutes. Indeed, and so uh, Torque had already used up their substitution. McNichol is like, I'm not, I can't come off because I, I'm needed. We'll, we'll be down a guy if I come off, and so they just slap a bandage on him. I mean, obviously he's dealing with a lot of pain. Give him a couple painkillers. <laughs> yeah. Put a bandage on. Uh, he gets back up on his feet, and the time that uh, lapsed was four minutes because of just because of that injury. And so, that four minutes is going to play an important oh, dear. role. Okay. Later on. Um, so Torque continues to to search for for that winner. Um, we hit stoppage time. Like I said, we have four minutes uh, of that added on. Four minutes added on. Four minutes added on to so right. much time. Mm-hmm. And Torque is really pushing. They're really searching for equalizer to keep them up. Like they're giving birth. It's <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so bad. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Uh, continue the good fight, I guess. Keep on pushing. Never stop. Never, never stop. Never stop. Never stop. <laughs> In the 93rd minute... Minute 93, Torque finds Pater. Conception! They there had are no, that baby. Let's go. I'm sure there were babies had nine months from this day. A little baby bump in Torque. A little baby bump in Torque. Paul Dobson finds the back of the net with seconds to spare. Oh. The game is tied 2-2. Two to two. The game ends 2-2. Two to two. Lincoln City lost their game. Gets crushed. They get crushed. 
they are level on points with Torque, but like I said earlier, they had a worse goal differential. Right. Um, for those of you who don't know about goal differential, it's basically whoever um, – it's the plus minus of goals scored throughout the entire season. Yeah. And it was close. Like the goal differential was two. Could you imagine being relegated Yikes. out of the English Football League because you didn't score two more goals or you if you had just given up two less goals? Uh-huh. Um, pretty terrible. So Yeah, um, but uh, screw you, Lincoln. Yeah, screw you, Lincoln. Four score and three divisions ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Torque sta- uh, stays up. Yeah. Brian... Brin, Brin. I said brine, <laughs> like a like an orange brine or a uh, uh, watermelon brine. That's what, I, or no, that's a rind. Yes. Yeah, watermelon rind. Brine is like seawater. Mm, yeah. Salty. The dog's name is Brin. Um, <clears throat> goes on to be a local legend, obviously, uh, which is good because he's very misunderstood. <laughs> in the. He's a very misunderstood figure. Yeah. Uh, from the from the situation where he he bit the guy in the well, leg, yeah, but where he nearly took out one of the players, where he nearly took out a lot of players, and people were rightfully upset at the time, but they were extremely thankful for him for providing that extra way, that extra four minutes, a little for, Fergie time, a little Fergie time, a little, like a little brin time, a little brin time yeah. for Torque to to find an equalizer and Absolutely. stay up. Um, so they they stayed up that season. Torque are currently in the National League, which is yeah. the fifth tier uh-huh. uh, of English football. Yes. They're fighting their way back into the which, fourth tier in the, the League way, Two. By the way, when we say football, we're, we're talking about soccer. Yes, soccer. If you didn't know. Yes. Because um, it, it's called soccer. It's, it's called soccer. Just, uh, just so you know. Yeah. Always. Just always just soccer. soccer. Uh, Bryn and uh, I'm pretty sure Bryn is a, is a guy, but it might be a girl. I actually don't know. Good boys and good girls. I'm not going to assume Equal. anything. But Bryn and their officer retired the same year in 1993. Oh. Um, and Bryn went on to being like a like a lower level of Pickles stardom, where like Pickles had his own like TV show. Yeah, yeah. Movies made about everybody. Him. Everybody knew Pickles. Yeah, Bryn uh, was on a much smaller stage. Much, much, <laughs> that, much. That stage being stage. just Torque. <laughs> Uh, but he still uh, was featured on um, like game shows and like current news stuff around. Right. Uh, it was it was kind of kind of a big deal for that for that region. Yeah. So Bryn passed away in 1994, Oof. a year after retirement, after I becoming was, ill. I was the ripe old age of three. Uh, you were the ripe old age of three, and I was negative one. Negative one years negative old. Negative one years old. So. Yeah, I, I. You can obviously assume that Bryn wasn't still alive today because dogs don't. Yeah, that I, long. yeah. I, Unfortunately, I, I figured that. I wish that they did, but they don't. Bryn did live to see the Buffalo Bills' four consecutive Super Bowl appearances. Yes, yes, Bryn did. Um, so that is that is the story of Torque United and the dog who saved them from relegation. It's a very. It is. It is a complex. Because it's kind of like, is he a good boy? Maybe he's a good boy, but he's also a cop. Well, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well. I don't think you can really hold that against dogs just because they're so submissive. That's true. He was uh, trained to be a cop. He was trained to be a cop by cops. So really the blame falls on the cops 
and not on Bryn. He is innocent by all accounts. Yes. In this story. I believe that. Yes. That's, it, that's the truth. I things might have turned out to be a little different if Torque didn't find that second goal. Yeah. If they didn't get that second goal, um, I don't want to. I don't want to imagine what would have happened to Bryn if that were the case. Because I'm It'd sure. I'm sure the fans would have blamed. Yeah. They're like, oh, you took out our goal scorer. Uh, that's the reason why we lost. I mean, I know I would have blamed. The it dog. wasn't because of the entire season where we sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's do- this dog. That's all. That's how it works. Yes. I am looking for somewhere else to put the responsibility. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. So I, I did. I did. You did say like the whole like really close goal differential. It did just briefly remind me of this last World Cup where uh, Colombia, Japan, and. Senegal all finished on the same points oh, in their group, yeah. and Senegal got eliminated on yellow cards. Yeah, <laughs> that is really rough. And then that like led the com- led to the conversation of like, oh, uh, African countries are well, yellow cards are racist. Yes, yellow cards are racist, and uh, which refer- there are refereeing isn't fair towards there, African there countries are historically. Very very interesting studies done. Yes, about. yes. So you should look into that. Also, look into um, the story of Torque United and their this this story in nineteen sixty seven. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah, I don't know why I said sixty seven, <laughs> but yeah, it is actually uh, documented a little bit on a Netflix series called oh. Losers, and I'd never heard of it before. Uh, until I started looking into the story, and I and I watched it, and uh, it's really cool. It's the second episode, um, and they have a lot of interviews with the players, the goal scorer, the guy who like, the guy who got M- bit, McNichol, <laughs> who got hit, who got bit, uh, the goalkeeper, uh, the police officer who whose dog it was, who Bryn belonged to, yeah. Uh, and some fans, and it's, it's hilarious, but also really cool and informative, and probably do a better job than me telling you did the story. A, you did a wonderful I tried, job. I tried. I tried. Don't I tried my sell yourself short. But um, yeah, definitely, great. definitely check that out. Losers episode two uh, on Netflix. If you have a Netflix subscription, I don't know how you if, do not have access you, to if Netflix. You, yeah, if you don't have a Netflix subscription, uh, crawl your, out from under your rock. Your ex-boyfriend's Netflix subscription from eight years ago, your parents' Netflix subscription, your babysitter's Netflix subscription, really any way that you get Netflix, which is most everybody, uh, yeah, do that. Anyone works, really. But I think that that is everything. So, I think, I think, think that, that feels good. May Bryn forever... Uh, be remembered. May he never have to attack anybody in the dog heaven that he's in. Yes. Or her. In our minds, in the minds of Torque fans, I'm sure Lincoln City fans actually hate Bryn. Yeah, well, screw Lincoln City, because this story wasn't even about them. It wasn't even it was about a, them. It was about how they lost. Maybe they should have been better. A good boy doing his job. Yeah. I mean, he thought that he was being attacked. He thought that he was doing the he right was. thing. He did think he was doing the right thing. He was doing what he had been trained to do. He was doing exactly what he had been trained to do. And by he, I mean possibly he or her. Yes, exactly. Because we don't know. We don't assume. Because we don't know at all. Yes. So Deadball Brothers is pro good boys and good girls. Yes. 100% of the time. Absolutely. I, yeah, I guess we always assume that it's a good boy. We refer to all dogs as good boys. Good girls are good boys, too. But good girls are good boys, too. Absolutely. If you have to... If you take one thing away from this podcast, just know good girls are good boys too. Yes, exactly. As always, 
You can follow us everywhere at DeadBallPod on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us, deadballpod at gmail.com. With any comments, concerns, stories you want us to cover. Sarcastic remarks, uh, insults. Although you could also review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to podcasts. Hit us with those five stars. Tell us how we can make this podcast even greater than what we think it already is. Absolutely, because we have already made changes. This is episode number 14. Yes, and we are having a blast. It's a good time. Lucky number 14. Yeah, that's that's a lucky number. Everybody says it. Everybody says that. Everybody always says it. <laughs> I think we should end the podcast. Yeah, let's now. end this podcast. As always, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again in one week. Peace. Bye. Bye.